Welcome to Talking Yanks. Today is Monday, February 19th. We have a lot to discuss. Spring training has started. Press conferences have started. There's Lincecum news. Tyro Estrada got shot in the hip. Boone did a press conference. CeCe rolled his ankle. Clint Frazier wants the center field job. We're going to talk about it all. Let's talk Yanks. I have an interesting fellow coming on after the break. His name is Jimmy James, John Boy, whatever. Well, this guy went from like 300 followers to like 2,300 followers. Okay, well, actually, today is Saturday, February 17th. We're recording this early. I have a wedding tomorrow, Jake. My second to last wedding. I have to film before I'm done with that and I'm doing Talking Yanks full time, which I couldn't be more excited about. Also, say hi, Jake. Sorry, I forgot to tell we you. We all live in a yellow submarine. A yellow submarine. And that's our new intro song. That's our, we, we, Dan Zlotnick, he's a musician that we know. Said he's working on a new intro song for us. That's exciting news. Because um, I want, he's a guitar player and a singer, which is what I want. Uh, Jake's wearing a, a ski vest. Just came down from the mountains, the Denver mountains. This isn't a ski vest. Just I did just vest? return from, I mean, it's a vest. Yeah, I'm not a vest guy. I'm not a vest guy either, but I moved to Denver, so I had to get one. Okay, that's fair enough. How was the, how was the mountain? Mountain's good. Ski. Bunny slopes yeah. over and over and over again? Come on. About it. No? You go on the real hills? I'm like a mean blue guy. What's your move if you're coming up on someone hot and they're going too slow? Are you just go around them quietly? Do, or what's your like, hey, hey? Like, is there going to be contact? It's close. Because I think you don't make noise until there's definite contact coming. So that means you just hit Cause, it. Because if there's no contact, then you just play it cool like you you had the line the whole time. If there's going to be contact, then you have to say something. Nice. I'd probably go, oh, oh! Yeah, I'm like an oh, 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 hey, hey, guy. If I go for a walk sometime, and I'll be walking, and then, you know, behind you comes the guys on the bikes, and they're just like very regimented. On your right! On your right! And it's very useful and works because I know they're on the right. But for some reason, I just want to punch them in the face right off their dumbass bikes for how they say that. Really, just just gets me going. Shut up. Just say, hey, bikes I'm on your right. Of, bikes are kind of tough, man. Yeah, you Not don't a, really know how to ride a bike that well. Who's Well, no, I can ride a bike just fine. I hate bikes, but. You'd rather run alongside all your friends riding a bike than ride a bike yourself. I mean, that's pretty dramatic situation. No. If it was like an epic shot, like 10 dudes on bikes. Actually, yeah, dude. I saw three guys on bikes today, and I was like, you guys are losers. <laughs> I know that you're an anti-bike guy. I'm, I like bikes. I think they're a great time. You're not like, a bike guy. There was totally a time period for every other little kid where it was like, yo, let's all grab bikes and we'll bike somewhere. And that's cool. You see that in movies and stuff. I missed that year or whenever that was supposed to be. It's because you don't know how to ride a bike that well. I can ride a bike just fine. Noted, noted honestly was the places where I would go. And this sounds like angry old man who can't ride a bike. <laughs> you can't ride a bike. Everywhere. I can ride a bike just fine. You've seen it because you thought I couldn't and I had to prove it. <laughs> Everywhere I had to go from my home house growing up was uphill. So it's just like 
it was either like, okay, I'd rather just either hoof this now and get it out of the way or get a ride somewhere. I like bikes. I'm a big cruiser guy, though. I'm not going to put the seat all the way up, like up my ass and lean forward and ride like I'm in a marathon or something like that. Thank you. You You would to be silly. No, I, it's hard. Anyway, today's episode, spring training start started, got some press conferences. I'm super, I was super excited. Talking bikes. Talking bikes. I wanted to get on the mic halfway through this week. I called you and I was like, dude, I just want to talk about spring training. I am so amped up. But, but we can't because there's not enough storylines. There's enough storylines to talk about today. They're kind of silly. They're kind of little. But they're better than what we've had for the last month. Still no trades. Yeah, no and, free agent and, moves. And then, we, and then we talked about bikes for a couple minutes. And it's the first time we've had something to talk about. Yeah. Well, also, uh, th- this episode and Talking Yanks in, in general is brought to you by AffordableJerseys.com. They are a jersey website that sells Yankees jerseys, Sands Names on the back. The players don't wear their names on the field. You don't want to wear their names in the stands. That's how it works when you're a Yankees fan. Some people will still buy jerseys with the names on the back because it's super hard to find jerseys without the names on the back for cheap. AffordableJerseys.com offers this for Yankee, Yankee fans. $99 for any jersey. The Sands name. I have a Posada with a World Series patch. They have a bunch of patches. And I have El Gary. And I think my Nets might be Yogi catching trifecta. Maybe Thurman. I don't know, Anna. My dad would like Thurman. You're going to get the throwbacks yelling at you if you skip Thurman like that. That's what I was going to say. Like, I think I have to say Thurman. If I say the Yankee trifecta, they'd be like, oh, you forgot about Thurman. Jake's got Bernie Williams. So go get yourself a jersey. And also, ride a bike, wear a jersey. Ride a bike, wear a jersey. We opened up our own store. On TalkingYanks.com, if you click merch, it's hosted on AffordableJerseys.com because they have the technology, but it's our store. If you want to support us while also wearing a fun Yankee shirt, you can. Shirts are on sale. There's like a couple designs. The best one, I think, is the Aaron Judge Rookie of the Year on the back. It's got all of Judge's home runs since, you know, he set the record for most home runs by a rookie ever in the history of baseball. Baseball's been around over 100 years. He's the the rookie home run record setter. 52 home runs, Jake. And if you look at the back of this shirt, it's got the date of each home run, the pitcher, it was off, and the distance it went. It's a pretty cool shirt. I think that's going to be the best seller. Shocking number two seller right now is Jake Sucks. We got three Jake Sucks orders today. Thoughts on that? I think it's one of those ironic things that it's like, it would be like people being like, oh, Derek Jeter sucks. Oh, Jake sucks. It's kind of like that, right? I don't know, but it's a shirt. It's got a picture of you on it. And then it says Jake sucks. We sold, I think that we sold the most amount of Jake sucks shirts today. One to your girlfriend. I mean, let's, let's talk Yanks. You want to skip the whole Jake sucks thing? No, we talked about it. We've like fully talked about it. <laughs> there's no skip, no skip button there. Well, I mean, your sister also said she was going to buy one. Well, okay. <laughs> seems like, like a real personal thing. <laughs> seems like all of your loved ones are buying a shirt that says you suck. You want to skip? I this was either bikes or yanks. Maybe I'll make a Jake sucks round two and it'll be you walking a bike. Maybe you don't know how to ride it. I <laughs> Maybe a Jake sucks bike as like a grand giveaway. <laughs> okay. Uh, what do you want to get into first? 
On top of the list I have is Linscombe, because I think it's the oldest news by now, but Linscombe had a showcase. Slimmy Timmy Dimmy Dimmy Timmy Jimmy, the freak. Uh, he's one, He's pitched horrible two years ago for the Angels. Wasn't in baseball last year. Had a showcase. The Yankees went to watch, which isn't news. Of course the Yankees went to watch. I mean, why would it? Well, what, there's no harm there. Some people were like, oh, why? Thoughts on Lincecum, Jake? You get You can host this topic first. Go ahead. I'm still frazzled from the bike talk and the shirts talk. Man, Timmy Limmy Jimmy. He's a former stud. Been out of the game and he's bad now. Oh, Noodle the Doodle Dog chiming in. I don't know, man. It's a little less than a Hail Mary because it's still baseball at the end of the day. Like, this guy used to be really good. Had a pretty weird windup. It did some things to his shoulder, which everyone kind of saw coming, but a lot of scouts didn't think he'd ever have the success he did. And now, I don't know, he took the year off. He took a lot of time off. And now they said he hit, what, 91, 93 on the gun? 91 to 93 is what the scouts had him. And I, I mean, it comes down to this. It's if, if the Yankees offer him anything, it would be a minor league deal. And you No one's offering him a major league deal. No, and you, but you can't get a – is there anyone out there that the Yankees would give a minor league deal to that you'd be upset about? No, we've mentioned this before. I mean, his would be like a loaded – his would be a loaded minor league deal. Like if you do make the team, then you, you get a regular person. But I don't know. It would, it would be cool. It would be an exciting story. You, you made the Bartolo comparison, which was a little fun. Yeah, Bartolo out of ba- – very different sized athletes. Yep. Bartolo out of baseball a year. Yanks sign him in 2011 or 12. He breaks camp as the long man. Someone gets hurt. Bartolo makes like 18 really good starts and then goes to the A's and then the Mets. Good for Bartolo. Maybe Tim, maybe Timmy can do that for us. I don't really care. I just think it's funny. I also think every clubhouse needs a high guy and Lincecum would like check that off. And then I was trying to think. Who's the high guy in the Yankees clubhouse right now? Like high on morale? No, no, no. Marijuana. James. The the players can't do that. But who do you think it is, if you had to guess? It's tough, man. You you have to give me an example because I – It's tough. I don't think the Yankees have a high guy. It's against the CBA, so I would never – I don't think the Yankees have – like a pot, a stoner, a pothead on the team, to use my antiquated terms. I don't know what the kids are calling them these days. Who, Starling who have, Castro, who, maybe? Who have, who have been the Yankees? High guy. A.J. Burnett probably was high a lot. Come on. Otherwise, he would probably be killing people. Like, he was probably like, okay, Burnett's allowed to smoke because otherwise he'd murder us. Yeah, weird definition of high guy. Okay, throw one out there. I think I'm on CC. <laughs> Just big Birds dude. from Denver wants to wants to relax. All right. Well, we'll move on. We got no we'll high guys, on. so maybe Lincecum can help out there. Canley's never so, turned it down. No, it's, Canley's never turned down. He down parties. Anything. Yeah, <laughs> he parties. <laughs> Canley is a partier. Okay. Um, Gary did not lose weight. You know, uh, I forget which writer it was, Brandon Cutie or Cuddy or whatever, wrote this whole article that Gary lost 20 pounds. 
and everyone went crazy like yeah he's dedicated that is it that's gonna be the difference maker there's all these all these people like yeah yeah and then it gary's like no i didn't lose any weight i don't know what he's talking about i'm just i'm the same size last year now everyone's like you can't spin that and be like gary doesn't care gary oh shit it's gonna be the same it's like (laughs) okay you know what it is the yankees uniforms make you look a little chubbier than you are because i said this on this gary was ripped last year but people thought he was chubby pinstripes are slimming but the way the jerseys are well, They're then like, it would be, it'd be baseball jerseys in general. Like, it'd be interesting to see how Giancarlo wears his jersey because he wore his Marlins jerseys like they were painted on. Yeah, okay. Are you just not going to have anything to say about anything in this episode? What, I, you're, not, you're, not giving me any, you're not giving me much to feed on, man. What am I supposed to say there? We're talking about Gary. Yeah, let's paint on Giancarlo's jersey. Yeah, let's paint, on, let's paint something on Gary. Do you think his weight loss... Is a situation that should have concern. Do you think he was too heavy last year? No, there's not a situation there. Maybe that's why I don't have a comment. We're commenting on fake weight loss. Yeah. Yeah. But so that was... no, there is no story. There should have never been a story. Okay. Well, Dellen lost weight. For real. I don't care. I hate all these spring training stories. That's why. Because it's you flip a coin and you could spin it either way. Like I said. Like I said about Dellen. Oh. It, Dylan lost that's 20 not, pounds. That's man. not out. That's not out for like a month. Good. So. Well, let I'm previewing it for the people, man. You ever watch a movie preview? That's what's happening right now. Delhi's PPP. Okay. D- Delhi loses 20 pounds. He pitches great. Oh, what a work ethic. Guy's a genius. Okay. Delhi comes in, throws a four or five ERA. Oh, why did he lose that weight? He's a fool. It's it's all coin toss storylines. There's no proof in it until something happens. I agree with you completely. But this is what we got, right? Very, very happy. And this is what this is what we got to work with. I mean, next on the list is uh, CC rolled his ankle first day of pitching drills, and all of Twitter I mean, was like, "Fantastic!" All of Twitter was like, "Oh shit!" Worried. There wasn't. Was there a second of worry in your brain? Never. Best best fake rolled ankle ever. Is there is there a part of your brain that? That makes you think CC really rolled his ankle. Like, what? A, put a percentage on it. I mean, rolled ankle is a loose term. You could roll your ankle wherever you are right now, and I think he did that. There was a baseball game to be played tomorrow, and CC was supposed to be in it. He would be in it. So, do you think you don't think it was completely a fake rolled ankle? But you think CC definitely kind of just like. Leaned on his ankle a little bit. I was like, ah, I'm fucking out of this. When you see someone, whatever athletic field or whatever it may be, and you see like a bad rolled ankle and you do that, that like, that gasp for a second, nothing like that happened to CC. No. He's not running sprints. He doesn't want to be on the bike. He doesn't want to do PFP. That's what it was during. It was PFP day. So what pitchers fielding practice, if you don't know what that is. And they literally just field bunts all day. CC is fat, got a knee brace, 37 years old. He's not trying to feel bunts. Last thing he wants to do. I think he just like stepped on a pebble. His foot kind of turned. He was like, ah, I got I to go, guys. I'm out. So would you count that as rolling it? No. Like I think he, he like hobbled off the field a little bit. And then as you soon think as he got in his – You think he tried to sell it pretty good? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He milked it. He milked okay. it. Okay. He went fishing. Like, there's no doubt in my mind he just got in his car and went fishing. 
You think the other players were clearly laughing? Yes. Or do you think it was like 50-50? Like there's like some of the guys were like, oh shoot, did CC just get hurt? Like But Clint, everyone in the everyone in the know was like Yeah. Clint and Glaber were probably freaking out. Gosh. Oh, yeah. Clint volunteering to pitch. <laughs> no, just chill out, man. We'll get, we'll get you a spot. Does that right, segue well, us into Clint? Yeah, we'll segue into Clint. And remember, our PPP on Clint isn't out yet, so let's not dive too much into the same stuff we said on there. Fine. But Clint... Okay. Clint is so tough for me. He wants to win a job. Great, dude. Like, that's fantastic. I'm so happy that you want to win a job and you're motivated. So happy. Here's what I don't like. How many times does Clint have to tell us he matured before he realizes that telling someone you matured means you didn't mature? It's like when Marcus Stroman came out about his arbitration case. He was like, yeah, I don't even care, man. I'm thick-skinned. I don't even care. And then he deleted the tweet 20 minutes later because – you obviously care if you have to tell someone you don't care. Right. 100%. I'm not mad. I think it's funny. I'm laughing. Like, you're mad. Clint continues to tell us. It was all last spring. It was all during the season. I'm mature. I'm, I'm maturing. Like, dude, no, you're not. You know who are the mature ones? The ones that don't hog the mics all the time to say all the shit. We don't hear shit from Greg Bird. Like, anything from Greg Bird. Hicks just posts pictures of his muscles. We don't hear anything. Is Clint just walking around looking for microphones? It's tough. I'm, I'm not going to go to bat for Clint here, but I will say the media can spin stuff. We, I, I just got mad at you for <laughs> saying I was being dull about a non-Gary Sanchez story because the media kind of does their own thing. I'm sure the media is approaching Clint and saying like, oh, Clint, there are questions about your maturity and this, that, and the other. And he's answering them the wrong way, which is still on him. And to a degree, he probably also, I I could see it, (laughs) a non, uh, I don't know, a person of the media not trying to dive in and him trying to spin that, like that should be what he does. And it's like, no, dude, like the, the question was outfield depth. And now you're talking about, yeah, you're mature now. I mean, yeah, I don't know how else to say it. I'm so happy he wants to fight for a job, and he he's he's thrilled to be a Yankee, which is awesome. But if he comes out and tells me how mature he is one more time, it's like, dude, that is the exact opposite of what a mature person does. And he also said, you know, I, I know I stepped on a lot of people's toes last year, which I don't even think was like a big storyline. But we kind of get the sense that he stepped on some people's toes last year, and it's like, a little much. He's just a little much. Tone it down. I'm excited. So you're he excited says, to see him in center field? No. Um, he told Boone. I don't know, man. I read his quotes. I read his quotes through a completely different lens than all of the rest of Yankee fans. Because his quote, like, I don't want to get beat by this group of guys. To me, it was like weird. Like, don't say it like that, man. Just say like, I'm very happy to compete with this group of guys. And if I, if I get a job, that's great. Like, I don't want to get beat by this group of guys is a weird way to phrase that in my mind. It was like, well, they're fucking, that makes it seem like you don't think they're good. It's a super weird phrase. 
should never say when that. When he's trying to say, like, I, I want to compete and I want to win a job over these guys. That's fine, but I don't want to get beat by this group. Makes it sound like you're downplaying that group. I'm super looking into things a little too much, but I just think Clint's really bad at talking to the media and he needs to stop talking to the media so much. He talks about his hair and then it's a million articles about the hair policy for the Yankees. Keeps telling us he's mature. He walked, told us he walked up to Boone and said, hey, I can play center field. It's like, dude, that's awesome. But I'm, hey, I'm, I'm just happy we have a mature center fielder now. Yeah. Other, other side of the coin. There you go. <laughs> and don't don't tell the media you're mature one day and then start an Instagram for your cat the next. Oh, that's tough. That's tough, right? That's a lot of words there you said I didn't like. <laughs> yeah, he made a whole Instagram page for his cat. Yeah, he's focused on playing center, Jim. I don't know. I can't defend him. I, I got nothing. I, <laughs> you're right. You're right. I got nothing on that. It's tough because you want to defend him a little bit, but it's, some of this stuff is just like, dude, what are you doing, man? Just... Be quiet. And the media knows he's going to give him sound bites, so they just run up to him. Yeah. We're going to get so much more Clint said something storylines. Which you're the mature thing, the, the mature thing to do would be like, I'm just trying to just trying to focus on my game and, w- and win a starting job, and then walk away. Don't say yeah. anything else. The, the Yankees PR person needs to go full Marshawn and just give him like the one generic line he needs to end everything with. Do you think? Do, yeah, do you think there's looking, a chance we're, look, we're looking to do special things this year? And I, I hope I can be a part of it as much as I can. Thank you. <laughs> do you think there's a chance he wins the job? Man, I just think there's a chance we see a lot more Clint Frazier than we could think. Well, I agree with that. Like, I think we can see him a lot this year. But do you, if 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 Gardy Hicks, Judge, Stanton stay healthy through spring, do you think he can? Win a job because my thought process is Brett Gardner's not getting judged on his spring training. He can hit he can hit one twenty as long as he gets his at bats in and you know is up to baseball speed and is healthy. There's no way Clint steals his job even if Clint hits five hundred. Like what's you send Gardy to minors? Can't do that. Hicks, unless he if he's healthy, he's gonna get the job. So is there any chance in your brain that Clint can take a job away from one of these guys? if they're all healthy, because zero part of me says that's a possibility. If they're all healthy, there's a slight chance. How do you think? I, I think we, I, I think it's tough because we've mentally <laughs> written off Clint to a degree just from some of the stuff we said and some of the quotes. And I mean, you could, you could just hear it in our voice. Like we, we, we get partially demoralized on Clint for some for some stuff that's just tough. He's kind of a millennial that's, I, I don't know, he's not depicting himself well in the media or social media right now, which is kind of sucks because, you know, 10, 15 years ago would have couldn't have been a conversation. Yeah. So I, I don't know, man. This guy used to be a big-time prospect. He has speed. I mean, we're riding off. I have no arguments against his skill. Yankees, Yankees Nation is – well, we'll circle back on that. Aaron Hicks has played good baseball for half for half a baseball season. I mean, let's let's just be straight about it. Yep. When he when he came back, he got hurt, and when he came back, he hit two hundred the rest of the year. And he was a journeyman baseball player before that. So I I have to admit the Yankee Nation journeyman. is just being 
I you just then I, I don't know how else you'd phrase that a, a quadruple A player something like that because yeah it was just like really nothing nothing impressive no borderline out of the league not borderline out of the league but got traded for a backup catcher yes so when you look at it like that and you know center field of the Yankees like I said it's supposed to be this position of fame and this that and the other. I don't know. To bank on Aaron Hicks is ridiculous. And then behind him is technically Ellsbury, who (laughs) Yankees Nation has turned on, has his own injury history, this, that, and the other. You could see Clint Frazier. You could see Clint Frazier have a massive spring. He has the talent for that. You could see him show some stuff in center field. Okay, but then where does Hicks go? That's what I'm saying. That that if everyone's healthy, then Hicks could find himself in a tough spot if he has another really bad stretch but where do you where does hicks go out he would be the odd man out you would i don't think he can be sent to the minors i'm i mean hicks can depend on his defense and he would be given i mean a full two three months but just so think about this say aaron hicks bats 200 for the first two months which is possible it's how it's no we're outside of spring. Okay, but that's my question. You said you thought Clint could break camp with the team in the outfield if everyone's healthy. But I, 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 I'm not trying to say opinion. I'm saying I don't think that's possible because I don't think Hicks can be sent to the minors. He's been in the majors for over five or something years now. I don't know if he has any options. Gardy can't be sent to the minors. Ellsbury no. can't be it traded. Would, it would have to. If if Hicks looked atrocious and Clint raked, I could I could see it being a conversation with with Yankees management. I'm not saying it but could how? happen. It's a very extreme situation. Off the bat, no. But you're but saying we're, we're playing we're playing non injuries with four injury prone guys. But you're saying Hicks would have to be sent to the minors. That no, I'm nothing about Hicks to the minors. I'm, at then Hicks, how does Clint? Get on the team. Hicks isn't as entrenched as we depict that he is. But where do you move Hicks? Out, off, trade, cut. If he's not. So you think Clint could have such a good spring that we trade Hicks for it? I don't think that's. No. They're going. They're going to see what they have in Hicks. Because if he is. So there's no way Clint wins a job. With a healthy team, yes. If that's okay. if that's what we need to hear, yes. I, I'm just trying to think logistically how it could happen. And the only way Clint gets a spot in my brain is if it's an injury. But Clint's acting like he's going to win a job from one of these four guys. Like, There's no way. Man, I mean, just think of all the prospect hugging we've seen out there. This dude used to be a huge prospect. And he's a, he's a guy that if he was penciled into our – left field position for this whole season, we would be saying Clint Frazier's max capabilities would be like a 30, 35 home run guy. If he's right. I'm not knocking his so, skill so at if, all. I know, but dude, if so, that's what I'm saying. This guy's a top prospect that was viewed. That was, we traded for. If he goes in, he shows he can play some center field and he can hit like he can. And Hicks is showing the 200 injury prone Aaron Hicks. It becomes a full blown conversation, but it all Hicks till now and until unless Ellsbury was off the team. Yeah, so, that's what I'm saying. I don't I because people are acting like Clint has a spot to win. Unless someone gets injured, 
I don't think logistically, and I'm not knocking Clint. I'm excited for his skill, and he it's, he could hit 500 bend. in spring. He could hit 500 in spring, and he still doesn't have a spot unless there's an injury because I don't see them trading someone because of Clint's good spring. Two seasons ago, Ref Snyder hit like 400 in spring, and he still got Ref Snyder. Like spring doesn't mean shit. Yeah, to a degree, he he can make but, it a lot more of a conversation. But I'm excited that Clint doesn't know this and he's trying to win a job. Yeah. I mean, everyone everyone should be trying their hardest to win a job in spring. That's what it's all about. Yes. All right, let's move on. You want to talk about that dumbass goose gossage at all? You interested in the storyline? Not really. I mean, we it, it's kind of run its course and <laughs> no. Goose gossage does – all of his quotes are so old man. Like, Cliché. Like like painstakingly old man. Yeah, I, that's all I got. It's like he's reading from a really unoriginal sitcom. No, it feels like, like every issue I feel I've heard him talk on, whether it's like steroids or stuff like that, it almost sounds like, like it makes me think he did steroids. Because I think he's had some t- quotes that are like, anyone that was even close in that era like shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. Like, I think he's literally said something like that. It's like, okay, dude, it sounds like the way you're making it sounds like you did it, but you didn't get caught. So you're just trying to throw everyone else under the bus. The way he hates on closers who only pitch one inning, and I wrote this, I wrote a blog about this when it first happened, is it makes me think that, you know, he revolutionized the bullpen, was one of the first fireman arms to go out there and just only pitch two or three innings. Makes me think he got hated on for that because all the other pitchers were like, "We're like, hey, goose, what the fuck? You can't start a game. You can't. Pit, you can only do two innings at the end. You yeah. pussy. What's wrong yeah. with you?" And he heard that his whole career, but was trying to validify what he did as like, "No, this is important." And instead of now realizing like what Mariano did, he's just the abuse. The abusee becomes the abuser, and now he's just lashing out on the people who do it shorter than him because he's got one small step to stand on. But yeah, he also like said Cashman's a terrible GM. He just won GM of the year. Shut up, Goose. Yeah. I don't care about he's, you. He's kind of out of the Yankee family. Old timers. Yeah. Which hey. Yankee do you think could ruin their legacy? Is there a Yankee out there that there's nothing he can do or say that would ruin his, his Yankee legacy? I mean, what does that mean? Like Babe Ruth? Dad. Like Jeter, do you think in 40 years from now, Jeter could be 100% out of good graces with Yankee Land? No. Gossage played on different teams. He's, he was yeah, a, yeah. an unvalued position at the time, like you said. Like He, he doesn't have much I, – I was going to say he doesn't have much to stand on. Goose Gossage has stuff to stand on. He's pretty good. Was pretty good. But it's, it's overstepping your boundaries. Like, dude – yeah, sorry you're you weren't invited. Go to A's camp or something, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yell yell at them. They probably don't want him either. Like whatever. All right. Uh Thyro Estrada got shot. Kind of wild. In January. Really wild. Shows up I wonder I mean the Yankees had to know about it. But just how Did it I? broke I don't know. How it broke for the us was just I like crazy. to picture that he didn't tell them. Just showed up with a little limp. I'm picturing it I'm picturing it third grader who didn't do his homework well here's the story for okay okay everyone passing your homework oh oh oh, i can't shot in the leg (laughs) excuse me what 
The story, for those who don't know, is uh, Tyro, Tyro, Tyro Estrada is from Venezuela, which is a horrible place to live right now. There's like no economy at all. People are getting uh, kidnapped all the time. He says some teenagers stood him up at gunpoint, told him to hand over his like money and his phone, whatever he had on him. He didn't have anything on him, so they shot him in the hip. I think that like if this was an old Western movie script, it would be empty your pockets. And then Estrada was like, they're empty. And he like did like a little pat down, you know, like they're empty. There's nothing in there. And then they just shot him in the pocket and was like, not anymore. I don't know if that's like, I like him. I just wrote that in my brain. It's like, if I was to rob someone, that's a pretty cool line. Empty your, not anymore. Got bull in your pocket. This really happened. And it's like a terrible story because he could have been harmed. So, but, but also I think that's a funny joke. I just, (laughs) (laughs) he said the bullet's still in there. He was like, it's not going to affect me at all. Uh, Oh, what do you mean, dude? Because you just told me there's a bullet in your thigh. And then you told me it's also not going to affect you at all. So, huh? Why is the bullet still in there? That's not how things work. It's lodged in there. Couldn't get out. Thomas Jefferson, or no, Andrew Jackson, president, had a bullet in his chest his whole life. You ever hear that story? I mean, that's kind of badass, though. Want to hear the story behind it? He challenged a guy to a duel. Duel. That was sophisticated fighting. He knew he was a horrible shot. And this is Jackson. He knew he was a horrible shot, so he didn't shoot first. Um, so he drew, didn't shoot. He got shot in the chest and he just clutched where hoping it wasn't going to be a fatal shot. And he clutched it and then lined up his shot and shot the guy dead. Then they couldn't get the bullet out. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Talking, talking to Andrew Jackson. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe Tyro shot just got shot. He didn't do anything cool, but that sucks. Do you think he can be hazed? Do you think he can be told what to do this spring training? Like, hey, hey, Estrada, you're on ball duty today. Uh, no, coach, I got shot. So not going to do that ball stuff. Isn't he riding a bike starting next week or something like that? I don't know. Maybe. Unlike you, you can't ride a bike. One of my buddies got shot in the leg, and I asked him if there was any lingering effects. He said no. Say? That's good journalism. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Screw you, man. You're being a dick. <laughs> that is good saying. journalism. That is good journalism. Oh, you can't ride the bike. Surprised that I looked into this. I, two points there. I looked into someone who's gotten shot in the leg, and he's coming back and riding the bike next week. So suck on those. You mis- mistaken my that's no. good journalism as a sarcasm when I was serious. I want a follow up. How long did it take? For, You'll get how no long did it, How long no. did it take for your friend to get? get the story's get, over. <laughs> get better, Tyro. We can't wait to have you on. I said his nickname is definitely not going to be old bullet wound tyro i agree with you do you want to give him a bullet themes nickname no (laughs) he's got a pretty he's got a pretty cool name man tyro yeah sounds like cairo which is a place in egypt or a former star infielder for the yanks speaking of miguel miguel cairo is uh, at a camp Good. I want Miguel Cairo at camp. Yeah, me too. You know, you can't just have inspirations for the judges. Like, you can't just have Reggie Jackson there for judge and that kind of stuff. Bring Miguel Cairo in for Tyler Wade. Let him mix it up. You know? Hey, so you've been sitting on the bench for 14 days and you get a pinch hit at bat. What are you thinking up there? You know, pick his brain. Yeah, that'd be good. Actually, that's um, 
what Chris Young did for Aaron Hicks when we traded for Hicks. He had never come off the bench before, and he really struggled with it. And Chris Young, who then went on to be with Boston, gave him like all this advice and shit about it in the offseason. That was the story about that. So yeah, bench players do have role models. Okay, we got uh we got more a couple more topics. Judge in his press conference said he's uh naturally a center fielder. He was very much kind of like what's the term? Poking fun or it was uh tongue in cheek. It was tongue in cheek. Tongue then he took cheek, some yes. reps in center field and people posted the videos and were like, "Whoa." And then five minutes later, Boone came out and said he's not going to play center field, which is incredible that people had to be told that. I might put, I put, I might put a dollar on him getting an inning at center field at some point. 17 I inning put, game. I'll put $2 on that. Three. Four. I'm out. Wow. Okay, cool. I got $4 on Judge playing one inning in center field. Uh, you don't put a big dude – power hitter in center field to get worn down. Like, like when whoever signs Bryce Harper next year for 10 years, he's going to be a corner outfielder. People are like, sign Bryce to play center field for the Yankees. Like, no, because you don't sign a power hitter for long contracts and then put him in center field. So Judge ain't going to play center, but he is going to bat second. Boone said that Giancarlo or Judge, one of them is going to bat in second hole most of the time. You and I are huge fans of this. It should be Judge. It should be Gardner. Judge should be our one-two every game that those two play together. Agree or disagree? I I know you agree. I think every game is kind of dramatic. Giancarlo could be very good in that role too. Okay, every game is dramatic. That was a bit hyperbole. But I really like that Boone has come out and said that right away. One of those two is going to be in the two. If if it's working at its best, it would be Gardner, Judge, Giancarlo. But I, I could see some fluidity in Giancarlo and Judge. It, yeah. It's, yeah, it's apples and <laughs> a bigger apple. Do you think whoever's hitting hotter should bat three so the two-hole guy gets more fastballs to get out of a slump? No. Like two is the slump buster? No. That that makes the two-rolls suck. Okay. I like that, though. Because a lot of fans out there do their mock lineups, which I kind of hate. And they say that, you know, a lot of them have Gardner Hicks, which to me is insane. Someone did the breakdown of how many bats a year each position gets. And it was like 80 at bats. The two hole gets 80 more at bats than the six hole. And this is new focus. We said this a couple podcasts ago, put your good hitters up top. But I think Gardner's really good in the leadoff spot. His numbers last year leading off games are wild. So Gardner, Judge Stan, love it. Happy that Boone came out and said that. Happy that Boone is more transparent. Jardy would have never come out and said that. Jardy would have never said a lot of things Boone has said already, which is refreshing. Anything else? It's about all we got. It's about all we got. Today is, you're listening to this on Monday. Yesterday was Didi Gregorius' birthday. Did you say happy birthday to him? Sir Didi. Sir Didi. Don't don't be rude. Happy birthday, Didi. All right. I mean, that's all. You excited for spring? First game's coming up. I love seeing all the dudes out I'm, there. I'm a big go the Yankees kind of guy. Go the Yankees. PPPs have been coming out. Those are fun. We recorded these first ones a while ago. It's kind of fun listening back, and I'm just like, I hope I still agree with what I said then. <laughs> right? Yeah. All right. That's about it. You got anything else, Jake, or are we going to end the show? 
I'm in. A, I'm in. A, I'm in a I got a bit of a bit of a zoo going on over here. We got another dog that we're watching. What's I'm, the uh, other dog? What's the other dog like? Riley. Riley's an old lady Aussie doodle, or not doodle? Excuse me, Australian Shepherd. Uh, my grandma's dog's but, name was Riley. My grandma listens to this podcast. I think that's the perfect segue to the end of the show. All right. Thanks got for listening. Yankees. Tomorrow we will be back with more mini episodes, player profile, and projections. I think tomorrow is going to be judged, then some starting pitchers, and then they'll just keep going and going and going. If you're enjoying them, let us know. We enjoy making them. Leave a review. Leave a rating. We're going to be at spring training. I'm going to be – I have a week left until I'm full-time with Talking Yank stuff, and that's going to be fun. Go to TalkingYanks.com. Click merch. Check out all the shirts we made. If you – have an idea for a shirt, send that in. All ideas are welcome. If you like the shirts, my favorite is uh, actually I'm wearing this Pulse one right now with Brett Gardner. I know this isn't going to be like a huge seller because it's Brett Gardner's got one year, whatever. I shouldn't say that. Go buy it. It's awesome though. This is one of my favorite ones. I think it came out really well on the shirt. Pulse Pulse is getting sincere. That's like hardcore fan love. Yeah, you gotta be a big Brett Gardner fan. Maybe his grandma will, will buy one. Punky Russell. And maybe my grandma will uh, say, uh, tell him. Go Yankees. Hey!